Welcome back to the Fear and Beer Podcast, where we discuss all things Halloween Horror Nights, horror movies, and just a little bit of beer. I'm Nick. And I'm Seamus. Like scary movies. Uh Uh-huh. Here's Johnny. It's alive. It's alive. It's alive. You miss me. Aren't you drinking? I never drink. Why? Before we get into tonight's episode, we want to remind all of those listening on Apple Podcasts to drop us a five-star review. It helps us grow as a podcast and build our audience. If you're listening on Spotify or any other platform, follow us, and don't forget to share with friends and family who might have a little bit of the strange in them as well. And while you're on those socials, Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, be sure to find us, Fear and Beer Pod. Give us a like, share, and you can always message us. We'd love to interact with all you guys. Announcements. Announcements, announcements. We finally got it. <laughs> it happened. We finally got we, everything we already knew was going to happen. But hey, you know what? It's still exciting, right? It's official now. So now we do not have to play the speculation game. We can officially say that these are the houses. These are the scare zones. These are the shows. We're still waiting on food and beverage to drop, but I'm sure that's not too far behind. So obviously, we have a lot to discuss this week. Um, We are just going to be giving a broad announcement of the houses, kind of talk about them a little bit each individually. Same with the scare zones. Uh, Give our thoughts on these quickly because these are topics we are going to talk again about next week. Um, Listen along because at the end of this episode, we are A, uh, going to announce our winner for the... um, little raffle giveaway review thing that we had going on. So we'll announce the winners there. And we will also be revealing to you our schedule for next week. Because if you've been paying attention to us, we are going to be going full insanity mode. Um, this was we already my kind of idea. Already and I have to, yeah, and I have to live with it, editing all these episodes. But we are dropping an episode a day starting next Friday until that Friday of Horror Nights. So Friday, Saturday, Sunday, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, you will have something from us, and that Friday episode will be our 100th episode. So we just crammed like two months worth of episodes in a week. So 100 episodes. That's pretty Ooh, insane to think about it. I mean, that's pretty wild. I mean, I thought like our two-year episode came and went, but like when you think about it and just number of re- recordings, that means we've recorded over, well, really over 100 weeks. Yeah, I, almost. Yep. Well, almost. I guess if we're doing like all these in one, <laughs> in one, in one week, I guess this doesn't True. really count. But, but it's still, still pretty wild to think about because you know we did just kind of start this whole thing and feels like we just started it yesterday. But I guess technically we're going into three events. If it wasn't for COVID, we'd be going to this, our third event as an episode mm-hmm. of podcast, right? Technically, yeah, yep. We're pretty close. It's wild. Who knew Sorry. that this is what we would. Uh, this is this is exactly how far we'd get. We thought it would take us a couple episodes and we'd be kind of out of stuff to talk about. But no, well, we are still here chit-chatting. Yeah, um, so uh, let's get into beers because I actually did go out and purchase beers with certain episodes in mind. So I did line up a couple of these beers. And since we're recording three episodes tonight, I'll be feeling it after. But yeah, don't ruin the magic. <laughs> Um, so for the beer for this episode, um, I picked up, it is from what is this? Either way, it is called don't poke the bear. And I figured that was kind of fitting for all the people poking at the Halloween horror nights bear and 
waiting for announcements, waiting for announcements, waiting for announcements, and they finally got what they wanted. Halloween Horror Nights is fully announced, so we we poked the bear until we got what we wanted. Uh, this is a double blonde ale with honey. It is an 8% alcohol. And let's see what I can find else on the on the beer list. Of course, the internet does not want to work. Um, don't poke the bear. No, that's not the same same beer that I'm having. Ah, nope. All right. Well, there's like a bunch of don't poke the bear, so I don't really have time to find which one it is. But it is fresh Florida made with Florida honey. I wish they. Oh, this is a uh, sailfish brewing uh, from Fort Pierce, Florida. I was gonna say they should put their uh, their actual brewer company name a little bit easier to find but that's what i'm working with tonight so we'll see how this uh see how this fits it looks good cool can art i'm always down to try some blonde ale especially the honey makes it nice and sweet so i'm excited for this well it helps that you know we're bruins fans so i guess it kind of matches that yep. a little bit too that's nothing to do with halloween horror nights but you know i am not partaking in beer but we're gonna pretend that i am um we'll say we'll say you are if you call water but <laughs> Well, we'll pretend that I I am currently drinking the same with you. So you let you let, you let the people know how you, yeah, yeah, drink it for both of us. Um, unfortunately, we had to record remote remote for some of these episodes. So for the few for a few of them that you're hearing this yeah you know, this week or coming up this week, we will be remote for some of them. So uh, I apologize Ooh. in advance for that because that is my fault. But. No, I mean- it lets us out it a lot quicker and it, let, it allows us to, to get more content done. And if you want those seven days, seven episodes, this is what you're going to have to work with sometimes. Yeah. So we're going to have to bear with the um, idiot Ooh, dog bear. in the background because she won't shut up. Uh, and I apologize <laughs> for that as well. Uh, I'm going to kick her when she comes over here. So just be prepared for that. No, I'm kidding. I wouldn't do that to an animal, but um, I'll do it in my head. Don't poke because, the bear, Seamus. Don't poke uh, the I'm bear. Gonna poke, I'm going to <laughs> yeah she's yeah she's a wonderful dog love her very much um so yeah so enjoy that beer this Ooh, episode, it's good it's got a kick on it that double really kicks it up a notch the honey isn't as sweet as i thought i thought it would kind of bring down you know the the tone of that that double but it, it really doesn't and you can still get that boozy taste a little bit up front which is weird from a blonde ale because it's something i would expect from those like farmhouse ales yeah, I'm wondering if I, I'm just trying to remember. I mean, I recognize the name, but I could just be confusing the Bruins slogan with the beer you're drinking. So that could be why I'm thinking what I'm thinking of. But I feel like I've had that one before. Don't. Yeah, this one I, I looked up. Don't poke the bear on Untapped, and there was like a handful of companies. So thankfully, I found the right one. There is one from Harpoon. One, right? Yeah, there is a Harpoon one. So that's probably the Bruins one from up north. Is that one Sailfish? This is Sailfish. Yeah, so I have had that one. Okay, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, it's a local Florida one, so it would make sense that we've probably had it at certain places before. So, yeah. So let's get into these announcements. We're going to run through the houses first. Um, we're going to talk about ones that were already announced as well. So we're just going to give the house and the quick synopsis that is posted on the universal website. There was, um, some other like deeper, uh, descriptions announced as well through, I think another podcast, but we're not going to get into those because that was seemed a little bit more in depth than some people might want to hear about. Um, I don't know if it necessarily gave some stuff away in certain houses, but I, I just like these quick synopses. So it, it kind of gives us just a, a little taste of what we're getting. Yeah, um, for those so who 
I'm just going to say, for those that who may not realize or not, may not know what we're talking about, they didn't they didn't drop anything like in particular. It's just they released all 10 houses. So all of the remaining ones that haven't been talked about or have, haven't had a commercial or something created for it, they released everything on their website. Um, so if you go there, you can see all the descriptions and each item or each each one that's going to be there. So if you're living under a rock and you weren't aware that they released anything, <laughs> well, this is what we're talking about. Time to time to get out. All right. So first up is the weekend after hours nightmare. It's music to your fears. Cute, very cute. Ah, uh, you love his music, but can you survive his mind? The weekend is about to stalk your squad through this haunted house, a surreal living nightmare from his after hours videos. His nightmare is now yours. Um, so I'm excited for this one. Um more interested than excited i think i had that internal debate when we had the weekend announcement you know yeah, so we discussed this a little bit when they announced the house a few weeks ago but um yeah we, we can get into like our hype and everything else that on a different episode but um you're right i think that we're both I, i'm probably more excited in the sense that you're not excited necessarily um but both agree or i at least agree with you that you know it's 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 definitely interesting and it's something that i'm looking forward to to seeing what they come up with for it or what they've come up with for it i like the image that they use uh, i think that's really cool kind of gives that 80s keep, sci-fi vibe plus horror yeah. movie vibe so i'm excited I keep thinking that little like lizard guy is like a turkey <laughs> in the in the image oh, but it's yeah. like a lizard kinda, man you, creature you know you, you're right if you if you, if you kind of just quickly glance at it it does kind of look like um an evil turkey, a la yeah. thanks killing. Never forget, never forget. All right, uh, moving along, we have Halloween. His beginning is your end. Silent, merciless, relentless. There's nobody like Michael Myers. And if your scream squad is ready, this year you can gather together and face the terror of Halloween from the very beginning. Um, again, this one and the next one are the next four are ones that we have already discussed because these have been announced uh, previously, but Halloween 1978, a reimagining of that house that took place at 24. Um, it's going to extend on certain scenes. It's going to show us some new stuff. It's going to show us some old stuff, but at the end of the day, it's classic Michael Myers stalking through Haddonfield on his, uh, on his first film encounter. Yeah, it's definitely um, not one for people that, well, I don't say it's not one, but it's it i don't think it's going to be a whole lot different than what people have already seen if you've experienced these houses or the halloween houses before in the past uh, we did kind of talk about it or we've talked about it in the past and we've talked about it on a few episodes that um obviously they're going to do their kind of their own thing but i still think it's going to be relatively by the numbers halloween 78 or 79 whatever yeah. year it was um and it's going to be like living or reliving the movie itself yeah i think so too um, so next up, the horrors of Blumhouse, twice the screams, twice the terror. So get ready for a blood curdling new double feature of Blumhouse horror as your scream squad faces a ruthless serial killer in freaky and an evil kidnapper in the relentlessly terrifying the black phone. So we just discussed the black phone recently. We did a killer review on that. Uh, we had done freaky previously. So these are these are two movies that I'm interested to see how they how they mash up together because I'm not sure um, exactly how it's going to play out. I know they're probably going to be two distinctly different houses within one, um, 
but time will tell on that one. I'm, you know, Blumhouse is kind of 50 50 right now for their track record with their first house being pretty well off and the second one falling a little short. So we'll see if they could see if they can redeem themselves a little bit on this, um, on this go around. Yeah. I don't really have a whole lot to add to this one. I mean, other than the fact that, um, I liked both movies. I liked one better than the other, but um, I think I've kind of relatively already given my feelings towards it in the sense that uh, it's going to really have to wait until I experience it to really give a final opinion or a final mm-hmm. verdict. I mean, it's a, I can be excited for it, but at the same time, I'm still a little wary as to how it's going to work together. Mm-hmm. Um, next up is Universal Monsters Legends Collide. It's the Wolfman versus Dracula versus the Mummy. If you thought one Universal Monster was scary, how about three? Summon your Scream Squad because you're about to get caught between the Wolfman, Dracula, and the Mummy together for the first time. Um, again, another house that we have already previously discussed on our one of our announcement episodes, but it is a fun original story. They went into detail at Spooky Empire about that, and we we discussed that on our Spooky episode. But it's 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 its own idea. It's a part one, part two deal with the West Coast. Um, I'm going to be very interested to see how this plans out because the Universal Monster move or Universal Monster houses seem to, you know, year after year be a staple and, and be a, a pretty well done house. It's, it's generally received well by all. So we'll see if they can kind of keep that streak alive. Yep. Um, again, universal movies, universal monster house. I mean, uh, I've, I've said my, my piece on this, uh, I, I've given <laughs> my opinion, um, after hearing kind of what the story is going to be about, I'm, I'm a little less wary about it, but still, you know, everybody knows kind of how I feel about universal monsters no shade um if you enjoy them great i'm just not as wild about it as everyone else is so i'm gonna give this one a chance and we'll see maybe it'll be one that'll surprise me and i'll go through it a bunch of times and maybe you know who knows maybe maybe i'll do it once and (laughs) never do it again but i don't know we'll find out when uh when it opens on september 2nd um all right so now we get into the fun ones these are all ones that were not announced officially so we're we're finally getting taglines titles and a little bit of a synopsis on these so it's it's nice because up to this point we were just kind of spitballing random ideas. But um, so first up is spirits of the coven. They're bewitchingly terrifying. A coven of beautiful flapper witches will lure you into their 1920s speakeasy, reveal their haggish true form and turn your scream squad into a witch's brew. They'll be cackling. You'll be screaming. So I'm excited for this one. This is kind of, we, we kind of talked about this, you know, the whole spirits part of it, almost acting like a, 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 wink and a nod towards that speakeasy style um we did we didn't say flapper style but we 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 mentioned speakeasy could have been an option for this house um so i'm excited it's it's different this isn't you know your classic salem witches it's not your classic you know green witch this is like a flapper witch it's it's something that is distinctly different i mean it's definitely not something that you would first think about when they say you know a witch house or, or one that's delving into witchcraft. Uh, I'm interested. I think we did kind of, we didn't say specifically 1920s, you know, the roaring twenties, you know, the flapper being a very specific look and specific um, thing from that time period. We didn't really specifically state anything like that. I do recall, at least I think I did mention when we did our, was it, was it was it was it the house draft we did with the other podcasts or whatever we talked about? Uh, 
things yeah. and i did i did mention a, a ship a ship one but it was or something based in the 20s so i guess i'm kind of yeah. right a little bit yeah. but we'll uh, count it i apologize for the noise in the background my dogs suck <laughs> <laughs> sorry everybody uh no i'm i'm excited for that house so let's go to now bugs eaten alive so this is these bugs are out to exterminate you Uh, While touring a 1950s home of the future, you'll be surrounded by the slime of bugs everywhere as hordes of many-legged terrors descend upon you and your scream squad. You'll be dropping like flies. Um, Scream squad. They just love throwing this stupid scream squad slogan into these, uh, these, these little bios of these houses, but... For this one, I, I know you're not going to be excited about this one, but I, no, I think this one. will be fun. I'm going to cry. <laughs> I'm going to cry like a little baby. I, 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 it's it's well known in the Hughes family that I I do not like bugs. Uh, it was funny when I first decided to move to Florida. Everybody said the same thing. Like, you really going to move to Florida? You know, the bugs down there are like the size of like melons, I right? Like they're huge. Like they're 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 gigantic. And I said, yeah, 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 I know. And I've learned to like them, but. This one's gonna be, this is gonna be tough. Um, I'm hoping it's, I'm hoping it's, it's tame enough where I'll want to do it again. But my feeling is, is, I'm gonna be dragged into it once, and I'm never gonna go into it again. I, I do love. Time. Yeah, I was like, I, I love the '50s aspect of it. I think that still I, gives us that potential of having it be that like funny schlocky house. Oh, the the theme will be great, and even if it's like, even if it's like a funny, haha, kind of like lev- like like light in the mood type house where it's gonna be icky and gross, but it's also gonna not be like super hardcore. It's still gonna be terrifying because I hate bugs. So <laughs> if giant, huge, huge truck size bugs are not okay with me, so we'll yeah. see. I mean, I, I'm hoping that it's not that bad, but I can't imagine I'm I'm gonna have a panic attack or not. <laughs> I think this one is going to be the very much the touchy feely house. I think you're going to get a lot of the air blows in the faces. I think you're going to get a lot oh, of the, yeah. the dangly, like um, clear fishing line. That's like feeling like you're walking through webbing. I think that like that this house is going to be the like the, 100%. like the all out senses house. Let me just put it out there that I have avoided the bugs life show at Disney World since mm-hmm. I was a child. I did it once as a child and I never did it again. That just shows you how nervous I am about this house. <laughs> All right. Next, next up is Fiesta de Chupacabras. So listen to your abuela and beware the chupacabras. Visit a Latin American village where the legend of the creature chupacabra is celebrated with a colorful fiesta. And the streets are lined with the crimson blood of tourists like you and your amigos. I'm in on this house. I think the the little taglines, the story aspect of it, I think it ties it all together very nicely. Um, I know I mentioned last time having that like party aspect, um, almost a celebration of sorts, and that seems like where it's leading to. Um, it seems like we're being led to slaughter almost as a like a sacrificial aspect to the chupacabra. So I'm I'm curious to see this. I'm hoping for like a big puppet chupacabra like they had for um american werewolf in london like some big animatronic skin like texture moving around snarling you know gross smells um 
that's what I hope at least one of these scenes will be for us. Yeah, I mean, I'm I'm definitely getting like Yeti vibes. It's gonna be monster, like big monster costumes, like huge, like well done scare actors and that sort of thing. It's gonna be pretty um, heavy duty when it comes to that. So I'm excited about this too. I'm excited about all of them, but you know, haven't really <laughs> no, ranked yeah. them yet as as far as hype's concerned for me yet. I, I haven't really thought about that yet. This one could be near the top just because uh, I like the story of it. I, I like the idea of going into these uh, regional or um, cultural legends like this, like Yeti and Chupacabra and, and, other, and others. Uh, we kind of mm-hmm. did kind of say that a little bit when we first saw the first spec map that we think that this is kind of where they're going with these, but uh, I am excited to see what, see what the, this one turns out to be. Mm-hmm. Uh, next up is Hellblock Horror. As these monsters escape their prison, there's no escape for you. Enter a prison whose savage inmates are monstrous creatures. If they break free from their cells, it's a death sentence for everyone. So all I immediately think of is Cabin in the Woods. <laughs> That's what yeah. I think of. Yep. And this is a jail is- cell of aliens, monsters, creatures, and we're just kind of walking through the the pathways. Yeah, I think this one this one could be anything, and I think that we we've more or less agree that this is where um, um, oh my god um, the Evil Dead rises. Evil Dead. I am sorry. Yeah. I'm getting old. I forget things now. I'm losing <laughs> my mind. This is what we Evil Dead rises as it was supposed to be. So they threw this together probably last minute. So this really could be anything. I think it's very vague. Obviously, it's taking place in a prison, but um, outside of that, it could be anything. Um, so I, I, I mean, I'm cautiously optimistic about this one. Yeah, I'm, I'm interested knowing that this one, or not knowing, but you know, highly insinuated that this is the one that kind of changed last minute. I'm very curious. Um, I think that the style of this house, where it's a you know a prison with various monsters, opens the door for them to kind of go into their back catalog of, of what they may have already had in place from previous years to just take random creatures. I mean, are we going to get a Yeti in one of these cell blocks? Are we going to get anything from the case files house last year in these, in the yeah. cell blocks? You know, it's really, it's such a, I don't want to say vague, but it, it opens the door for so many possibilities. Are we going to get a, any of the aliens from like invasion, um, tr- any treaks and foons in there? You know, it, it's, it, it, I view it as like an Arkham asylum, with all the Batman villains, this is like the prison of HHN past. And that's what I'm hoping. Yeah, that's a cool idea. I mean, I, I, I can imagine that if they had to throw it together, that would make sense. Next up, Dead Man's Pier, Winter's Week. There we go. Early, Set early, it on the very first spec map say, episode. Early uh, early contender for best house at the event. I'm going to say that now. This is creeping up there for me, that's for sure. So, you're dead in the water. In a New England fishing village, undead fishermen emerge from the waves to seek their revenge. You and your scream squad, there it is again, may have escaped their hooks in the scare zone. Now they'll reel you in and drag you under. So, I mean, we've talked about the potential of this house since, you know, that first spec map came out when it was Seaside Village. I said, this has to be Dead Man's Wharf or the Vikings, you know, but I was always leaning towards dead man's wharf and man, I'm so glad to finally, like, it's just cool that now is the time that I've been, you know, I've only been going since 25. So it's really coming full circle at this point where I've been going 
long enough to start seeing some of my favorite stuff um, evolutionize and, and evolve into sequels and houses and stuff like that. You know, it's it's cool seeing icons last year, and that's like something I've, I've sort of seen evolve and stuff like that. But this is like a, a real organic. This was my favorite scare zone then. It was always a contender in my favorite scare zone of all time. And finally seeing it get bumped up to an actual house is just, I I can't wait. And the fact that it's, you know, I don't think it was, I don't know if it was canon back then in a, that it was take, took place in new England, but now it is. So that's even like more tugging at my heartstrings. It's one more callback to where we're from. (laughs) Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. All right. And then lastly, the last house is Descendants of Destruction. Deeper, darker, deadlier. So careful not to leave any of your Scream Squad... God damn, they put this in every fucking thing, didn't they? Uh, careful not to leave any of your Scream Squad behind as you descend the subway tunnels of a deserted New York. Lurking in the dark are hungry mutants looking to feast on the last remnants of humanity. Now, interesting concept. Um, yeah, so I wonder if we're getting... Subways, like- New York... You know, we... I think originally on the very first spec map, there was something called underground creatures. Um, so I can only, only imagine that this was that house. And I think originally we said, you know, like mining shafts, uh, mole people. Um, so we didn't really, I don't think we necessarily said New York subways, but that's a cool, that's an interesting way to, um, to kind of go about that. Yeah. I think it'll be a cool um, theme. Uh, you'll, you'll be able to play a little bit with more of the sensory stuff, the sounds like you can do like a, a subway car potentially whooshing by or whatever, or a ghost mm-hmm. subway car running by and you get the wind, you get the noise, but there's no subway car coming. Uh, I can mm-hmm. I can totally imagine walking out into a room and it looks like you're walking onto the tracks and you and you get that effect of a, of a train coming at you, but then it's not the light. It's, it's yeah, it's like a it's like a um, like, you know, a, a ghost train or something like that. I can totally see that happening. Uh, and then, yeah, I mean, I think it's interesting. I mean, I, we, hungry underground mutants. I mean, it's not wildly unique, but at the same time, um, it's not something that I've seen done quite a lot. So uh, as long as I think as long as they don't do generic, like super generic, like just, you know, you know, nuclear waste infected people, like if they do something interesting with it um, and make it a little bit more. Uh, unique compared to just standard, you know, mutant people. I think, I think mm-hmm. it'll be pretty cool. Yeah. Um, I think overall, I mean, the 10 houses we're getting are all, it's awesome. Cause I think, you know, I mean, really it's Halloween and Blumhouse, which are the two, you know, movie IPs. Um, Universal monsters is kind of its own thing. The weekend house is like, its own thing you know i nobody can say for sure what it's going to exactly be um but i view it sort of in that original sense where it's like its own story and then you have the remaining houses as hhn original so we're if you're an original fan this year you're you're getting spoiled this year i was gonna say i think it's strong i think this event is the closest you're gonna get to a original driven event in the sense Mm -hmm. that of the four ips We've talked about this already kind of in the past with the spec map episodes. There really isn't a major draw. And I don't want to say that like Halloween isn't a draw, but if I have, if I, if I, if I'm of the opinion, I think the weekend is your biggest IP draw. Really? I, I think obviously yeah. Halloween's a oh, big I think deal. It is too. 
but I think the weekend is what's going to drive ticket sales because people are interested to find out what are they going to do with that. Um, people that are fans of his, people that maybe haven't listened to his music very much or really weren't a fan of his music up leading into the event. They're all interested, I think, in that house to see what they did with it. And who knows? They may convert some of those people that aren't fans of his music into fans of his music. Who knows? I mean, it could, anything could happen. But I think of those four IPs, that's the biggest draw. And out of uh, out of the whole, there really, I mean, I don't think it's, there isn't, it just doesn't feel like there's any one IP where it's like, damn, like, I can't believe they got that. We got to go for that particular house. We got to see that house. Yeah. You know what I mean? Um, and I think, you know, potentially if evil dead rises was supposed to be that house i could potentially see that being the case but i'm not entirely sure even if that actually happened if that would still at least for me it wouldn't feel like that big of a get like yeah no. Evil Dead rises like it's evil dead like we, we've seen a movie that. that i haven't seen though like right. a, you it, know a, a new movie that i don't show think is Bruce whatever Cain. the hell it is i mean i just feel like there. Even if that stuck around, I still don't think this event would have had that really driving force IP that everyone needs to go check out. Like the last couple of years, last few years have had. So I really do think this house is going to, this house, this, this event's going to be driven quite a lot by their original ideas. I mean, we're getting six original houses, which is a huge deal. One of them being obviously kind of a quick turnaround. So it could just be, like you said, like a greatest hits of their originals throughout the years, which I think might be pretty cool either way. Um, yeah. Who knows what that's going to end up being? Like I said, that's the most one that that that's the one that's the most up in the air. No one knows really what's going to be in that. But out of the other five originals, they all sound like they've all they're all going to be contenders for best house of the year. I, mean, I think you've got <laughs> five legitimate houses that could. There's I I just don't think that like last year where, yeah, Puppet Theater was really good, but I think it's pretty well pretty well agreed upon that you know the Pumpkin Lord House Rise of the Pumpkin yeah. Wicked was, Growth. Wicked Growth was arguably the the best house that last year, and I don't think it, I don't think it was as close as everyone else does. But either way, whatever. And then the year before that, um, Graveyard Games, which was like mm-hmm. you know came out of nowhere and was like by 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 far the best house that year. I don't think yeah. there's going to be one out of any of these five that necessarily blow away every other house. I think obviously Dead Man's uh, what is it Dead Man's Wake or Pier. Dead Man's War Dead Man's Pier, excuse me. Uh, I think like maybe for you or I, it might be like by far the best, but I don't necessarily think that it's going to be a consensus. If you, if you see, if you, if you see where I'm coming from, I think that there's going to be pockets of people that enjoy each one of these houses and would consider that house, um, the best house of the, of, of, of the, of the year. So yeah. I, I'm excited. I mean, I'm super pumped because again, you know, as well as I, you, you and I both agree that, you know, we're huge original house people like you know we would we would rather see a, an event full of original houses because we think that they tend to be better houses better put together um yes. so i think yeah. if you're if you're like us then this is the event for you like this is the event to not miss like if if you weren't planning if you if you weren't sure you were going to come to this one because there really wasn't a lot of ips um i i don't think it's one to do that on i think i think you have to come to this event i think this is going to be so much uh, variety in the, in the different yeah. houses that I think it's just, you're going to have to, you're going to have to be there. I, I really do think that. So I'm excited. Yeah, you don't want to miss this one. Um, so let's jump into scare zones a little bit now. Cause we got the names. We got a little bit of a description on those as well. So again, just going off the yeah. website, um, we get a pretty big announcement too. When it comes to these scare zones, I'm just saying, I know 
So, Horrors of Halloween. Let's start right there. Yeah, why the don't Pumpkin we start Lord, The spirit of Halloween has taken over this year's event, summoning Hello. hordes of fiendish creatures. Terror has taken root. I think, I think, do we call this? I think we, we called this. I think we called we this. We did. So, so hard. I was going to sure. bring it up Everybody at the end. Else we, can, <laughs> we can get it. We can get it out now. So, I did go back and listen to our way too early predictions episode, which was out in October 22nd. So it was out before the event had even ended. Um, and at the start of the episode, we said um, that we believed that the pumpkin Lord would be back. And we even said the words to take over the event and the event itself would be an overarching Halloween themed event. Now I, I know I'm sure we're not the only people to say this, but no, no, I do no, want to pat myself, pat ourselves on the back. Cause we said that we <laughs> way before any speculation had happened. Um, and if you listen to that episode too, I mean, we, we did vote on a lot of stuff, um, a lot of Netflix properties, none of which made it, obviously. But we did, towards the end, also both vote very likely that Halloween would be at this event. Now, Ooh, we were kind yeah. of tossing it forth back between like a, a compilation of 78 going into the new stuff. Um, but we did both say it's very likely for Halloween. So we got two out of that episode, two out of 10 random shot in the darks that we put together back in October. So if you want to listen to that episode just for like shits and giggles to like see how off we were on some things and how pretty accurate we were, it's it's uh it, it feels nice to kind of to kind of get something. We did say, you know, that he'd be an icon, he'd take over the event, he would be back, and that the whole thing would be Halloween themed with. Yeah. And I think I said specifically like witches, goblins, ghouls, stuff like that. I said all that. So pat on the back. One hundred percent. Yeah. I, again, I'll I'll take it. I'll take the win. I don't care what anybody says. I I know we're not the only people that were saying this, and it was you know you could probably say that. Well, it's obvious that you know they were going to do something like that, but I don't care. We called it. Um, super excited about this. I I may be more excited about this than I am about any of the houses. Uh, yeah. And I know that's crazy to say, but uh, I I fell in love with Pumpkin Lord the moment I saw him on a T-shirt, and and I'm talking like when they canceled the event back in 2020. And we didn't really have a whole lot going on except for some merch and a couple, uh, you know, a couple houses they threw up for during the day. Um, yeah. People to check people to check out during the day. So back then when I saw that, that t-shirt that they, that they released with pumpkin Lord on it, I kind of fell in love with the character right then and there and have spoken his, <laughs> spoken his good graces uh, since, you know, from that point forward through the event last year until now. So the fact that he's back is huge. I'm super excited about that. I'm so pumped. Now, obviously there's nothing concrete or stated or released that he's going to be quote unquote, a, a new icon. Um, but we have I... said in the past that most icons are given control of an event. Uh, or not control, yep. but at least take it over. Like, I mean, it says he has taken over this year's event. That's over the event. That's usually ind indicative statement of a new icon so chances are pun intended that he yeah. will be the new universal icon universal orlando howling horn Knights icon excuse me um so i'm super excited for that uh, i'm so pumped do you know if have we looked and see like these are these this is not the same for hollywood like this is just orlando scale. no yeah this is all orlando right so i mean yeah. how is a lot of the houses may be the same but I think it's that we're the only way like, we get pumpkin Lord. So that 
is kind of I don't know, I feel kind of special about that because this is our event. You know, this is our hometown event. Obviously, LA is on the other side of the country. They have their own stuff. So I'm super pumped for and happy for Pumpkin Lord to actually get this um, to get this opportunity. I really think he is a great character. They're going to do awesome things with him this year. So I'm excited. Mm-hmm. So I just spent the last five to ten minutes gloating <laughs> and, and then also, you know, groveling at the feet of the Pumpkin Lord. But, you know, who, who can blame me? No, I'm in on it. All right. Uh, next up, another winner of a uh, scare zone, Scarecrow Cursed Soil. At an abandoned farm, scarecrows have risen from the crust of the earth to hunt you and seek revenge. They'll harvest your screams. So, again, this is a sequel to the house uh, 27, I think, the scarecrow they're reaping. Um, Which is kind of where they got the ideas uh, for Pumpkin Lord. So, like, he kind of pulls from this lore. Yeah, a little bit. It seemed like, yeah, because they had, like, Nathaniel Crow who was in their house. Um, But I think it's just going to be fun. So, what I did hear and sort of see is that they are building like a big farm set and you're going to walk. You can walk. You have to walk through that as well. So it's like a mini house inside a scare zone. Oh, that's cool. So interesting there. Yeah. Um, be cool. It's cool. It's like a little extra mini house that you don't have to necessarily wait for. So I'm excited to see some of these same characters back from the previous house. Um, the house was a banger. People call it one of the scariest houses of all time. Yeah, um, I enjoyed it a lot. The, the best house they've ever done. So I'm excited. Little bummed that it's not a, the sequel couldn't have been its own house too, but I'm totally going to take the scares. And I think, I think to kind of go off a little bit <laughs> off the rails again, I think that they're after what happened in 2020 and what they couldn't, they couldn't do last year. I think they fell, or maybe they felt coming into this year that we really need to pull out the, all the stops for everything. Like we need to give them amazing houses, but at the same time, we need to really go all out with our scare zones this time. Cause I feel like, and you know, we've kind of talked about it a little bit. And obviously we, you know, talked with other people um, at that, whether we either work for the event or go to the event. And they all kind of agree that last year, the scare zones, at least to at least somewhat felt a little weak compared to what they've been in the past. And I think it's partially yeah. because partially because they kind of had to throw ideas together and they had less time to really kind of plan the event coming out of COVID. So I think this year, if that's, if that's true, like if they're, if they're building like a mini maze in a scare zone, I think they're going cr- like completely, um, they're going to, they're going to do everything they can to make this one of the best events of all time. Yeah, I think so too. Uh, next up is sweet revenge. The sweets from Major Sweets Candy Company have turned children into crazed killers. This Halloween's all trick, no treat, and total mayhem. Um, What's better than so? The props of this one has have been popping out a lot. Um, so we, we've seen a lot of that. We've seen the the little top hat guy with the little boo candy candy pumpkin on his hat. He's got that you know little crazy boo. straight villainous mustache. Um, yeah, this one this one is exciting. This one looks really fun. It looks like there's gonna be a lot of props to this one. I'm very curious to see all these like weird candy children. Um, I'm hoping that that character, that like top hat guy, is like an actual character in the zone who's like does like not necessarily a show, but is prominent and 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 out and about or on a stage, kind of doing a a little bit every couple every thirty can minutes just, or so. Can I just say how? how many opportunities they have for just some amazing merch. 
Like we're gonna spend. I'm gonna spend so much money this year. Like if they do like they, a major sweets T-shirt like for the company, and he's on there, he's on it with little Boo on there. Like they're gonna make so much money at this event. Oh, I need it. I need it. <laughs> I'm gonna need all of these different, all of these merch, all these T-shirts. I'm gonna end up with like another 15 black T-shirts. <laughs> yeah, I want like an employee shirt yeah, from yeah, him. Yeah, like, yeah, like, yeah, a, yeah, yeah. like a button-down bowler shirt, like old-school Dairy Queen. Sweet. Yeah, that'd be sweet. I'd, 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 I'd dive on on that. Um, next up, Graveyard Deadly Unrest. On All Hallows' Eve, a dark storm descends upon a cemetery and awakens long dead spirits. No one living can escape them. So this is the one that's being set up as that Nettlewood Cemetery. Um, we've seen the props kind of coming up overnight in that area. It looks really cool, very, very creepy. Um, and again, it's just, it's, Graveyard. I'm very curious to see what the full story entails on this, but it, it yeah, seems like a very basic layout, which sets it up for success. Yeah, I mean, it, it probably could end up being like zombies and that sort of thing again. But I mean, if they do it, if they do it unique enough, then then I'm fine. Plus, it's a scare zone. It's you know, it, it's not usually for me. It's not as like oh zombies. At least it's outside. It's a scare zone. There's you know, yeah. there's things you can kind of like do with them to make it a little bit more unique than just you know than just zombies but it'll be interesting it's actually different than what i expected because like the pictures that i saw were obviously of like the mausoleums and stuff like that so i thought it was going to be more like vampire-ish but i was wrong yeah we just straight up graveyard so i'm excited this should be cool um and then lastly for our final scare zone conjure the dark on the first all hallows eve an evil sorceress called fourth monster monstrosities from dark dimensions now your blood will fuel them so again sort of a vague thing this is going to be going into that san francisco area it looks like they set up some cauldrons it looks very sacrificially it looks like there'll be a little show aspect of it with um you know the old school sorcerers and so it's not as much witchy it's you know sorcerers so they try to differentiate like the magic versus you know which if they do kind of like you know medieval theming like a little bit like you know yep stuff like that rather than just more current day sorcery like we're talking like medieval type of stuff like you said like sorcerers and sorceresses from like the early 10th 11th 12th 13th century type stuff that that would be kind of cool um so now on to the two shows the first i'm ecstatic that it's coming back yeah Um, that is going to be halloween nightmare fuel wildfire the show that sparked a firestorm last year is ablaze with a new nightmare. The pyro and aerial performers are back to reignite your fears. Now, I remember last year on our like ultimate hype list, this was like at the bottom. I was like, this is Halloween nightmare fuel. Sounds like a monster energy drink. This is like, I just don't. It's It, it was just so basic and vague. And they took all the various terms of like Halloween, just threw crap in there. Um, but yeah, I, I was pleasantly agree. surprised. Yeah, I think we both kind of agreed that we weren't super hyped hyped about it. Um, sorry, uh, we weren't super hyped about it, but um, turned out that we were both <laughs> way wrong, and that's great. I'm glad we were wrong. I like being wrong. Um, yeah, I mean, the name definitely doesn't do it any justice, especially if you don't know what you're going into. Like you said, like Halloween Nightmare Fuel, it sounds like a bad Metallica song. Um, <laughs> so like, it definitely like doesn't do it a ton of favors, but I'm telling you and you're telling everybody as well that like, don't let that stop you. Like this, it was such a good show last year. seems like this year it's going to be a little different. Like they're going to 
retheme it a little bit differently, but it's going to be the same type of probably like acrobatic type stuff. Um, there's mm-hmm. going to be fire. There's definitely going to be fire involved in this one. And uh, lots of fire, lots of um, cool music too. So sit so. in the front row on those 90 degree nights. It gets oh pretty God, fucking sure tasty. I believe it. Um, and then lastly, um, ghoulish, a Halloween tale. On a Halloween night, a ghost story becomes reality as you go beyond the grave in a spectacularly spooky show on Universal Studios Lagoon. So it's fun. It's interesting. They changed it. It's not called Marathon of Mayhem. Um, it has its own title, but essentially I'm viewing it as the same show. Um, it seems like it's not going to be like like the last years. It felt like it took the IPs and just kind of threw the projector up there and was like, oh, here's a little leather face with a couple chainsaw 3D things going on at you. But this seems like it's going to actually be a story. So I'll be interested to, to check it out. I'm, it looks very classic Halloween-y. You know, this is the overarching theme, whether they've said it or not or not. Um, but I'm interested. I'll give it a shot. I'm obviously going to give everything a shot, but um, I'm just happy that it doesn't seem to be a here. Look at pictures of all the IPs we have for you this year. Yeah. I mean, definitely last year it felt like, you know, really wasn't interested enough to like warrant making sure I, we got over there to, to pick out a good spot and watch it. Cause it really wasn't that at least, I mean, it was it was well done, well put together, but I just don't think it was very interesting. It didn't really interest hold my interest for very long. So, you know, I'd see it once, but, you know, I'm not going to bother trying to see it, you know, multiple times. This one at least seems like they're, they're going to kind of do something original with it, come up with some of their own, like their own story and base that kind of around classic Halloween, which is cool. I like the I like the title, the ghoulish. Yeah, I like how it looks kind of like ghost, uh, goose bumpy, um, drippiness, uh, you know, just it seems like it's very um you know, themes around 50s, 60s, Halloween, 70s, Halloween, like just yeah. nothing super over the top, not going to take itself too seriously. And, and and they usually are pretty good at roping in good um, sound effects and music and stuff with these as well. I just, I'm not a huge Lagoon show fan anyways, because A, there's really not a whole, there's not a lot of good places to see it. Like you really do have to kind of yeah, get over to get there early. 20 minutes, 30 minutes, probably even 45 minutes before the show starts to get a really good spot. Cause if you can't see everything, it's really hard to stay interested in it, I guess is my point. Yeah. Um, it just, plus there's nowhere really to sit. It's a, it's, it's a, it's a full standing show. So, you know, you're going to yeah. stand there for 25, 30 minutes while this thing plays. And, 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 and again, I'm not going to bad dog this until I see it. Um, but you know, again, that's something that I usually take into account before I, plan on you know doing it i want to make sure that i'm there to get a decent spot to watch it but yeah i'm excited we'll see what this happens i mean again very vague right now not really sure what's going on with it what it's going to be but um as long as it's not just like you know clips of movies with music i'm 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 happy yeah all right so let's get into um now that we kind of covered the event and what they announced um we're gonna leave like the deep discussions on it for our next next batch of episodes so um, before we announce our episodes, let's get into our little contest that we were running. So we, yeah. we were running through, we were asking for some Apple podcast reviews. So if you still want to uh, enter or well, not enter, but if you want to leave us some reviews, uh, what we're going to actually start do doing is reading the, yeah, we're going to start reading the reviews. Um, so if we get a new one, we'll read it and, and comment on it, but we'll as go through as those read, quickly. As long as we read good and bad. So if we get any bad reviews, I want to yes. read those ones too. Oh. If it's bad, they're being read probably and emphasized more. So let's just go through these. Um, 
<laughs> and then at the end, I'll have you give me a number and I'll let, I'll uh, announce who, who won that one. So, uh, awesome. This is a, this was f- called awesome show five stars. So this show does a great job covering my favorite event, HHN. I listen every week and love getting my HHN fix from fear and beer. So thank you for, thank you for listening along with us next up in person and on show. So somebody we got to actually meet. So, uh, met you guys at spooky empire this year and so excited we did as are we, we love listening to you and had a blast talking at the convention. Stay spooky with a little cute little Dracula guy. Um, yeah, it was, spooky was a really fun time. We got to meet a lot of people. Um, it was just fun kind of chatting with people because it's, it's tough to sell like nothing, which is essentially what we were doing. Um, so just kind of dragging people in with the, Hey, do you like horror nights? And then just chit chatting. They, they filled the days up and made it go by quick. Um, and we well, got some a, people to, to listen. It's a fun event. We go to, we go to that every year anyways, as you know, spectators, as well as, you know, to try to sell ourselves. So we just like being there in general, but yeah, it was cool to talk to people. Glad, glad we got to meet a bunch of fans, um, make some new fans, hopefully, and, um, hopefully grow our audience even bigger from that. Oh yeah. Uh, next up is just says amazing <laughs> covers everything you want to hear and more. These guys are great. Stay spooky. We will. And thank you. <laughs> uh, Great listen, super fun, easy listen. It's like hanging out. That's what we try to be. We try to try to make it very uh, loose, very fluid. We uh, we used to be very stiff with our uh, our breakdowns and have very almost scripted out episodes, and it just that was a good way to get our feet wet. But then once we became comfortable, just kind of dragging on conversation, we yeah. we figured a way to just wing it. Well, I mean, that's definitely like for me one of the biggest things of why I don't listen to a lot of podcasts. I mean, unless it's like historic like history type podcast or like um like there's just certain just just certain ones that i i have a hard time listening to because they sound scripted so i'd rather listen to ones like hgen 365 or uh, rip or you know one uh, you know obviously friends of ours but like those types of podcasts because it just feels like a bunch of friends getting together and talking about stuff that they like um so that's what i really wanted this to be like if we were going to do this i wanted it to be you know free-flowing have a main topic to discuss what we're going to talk about but at the same time don't script it to the point where it sounds like we're just reading off a piece of paper like i wanted to really be a discussion so um yeah we go into these without any real plan or any real structure or rubric as to what go away we just kind of say this is what we're talking about tonight go um so that's what mm-hmm. i like about it so yeah that's cool so thank you for the the shout out that, that was that, that's nice uh we have best of both worlds i love me some hhn and some beer kudos yes we do i'm glad you do too uh they know both i love deep knowledge of all things hhn keep it up we will do our best yeah. <laughs> i mean i try to i try to do my best but you know uh, great podcast. Love the HHN updates and the beer is a bonus. Cheers. Well, cheers back to you. While I'm polishing off my don't poke the bear beer and then great podcast again. Love this podcast. Love the HHN content, the beer reviews and the movie reviews. Hey, some killer review of, I'm glad people like those ones. Yeah, <laughs> Those are my favorite. Those are the fun ones. I really enjoy those ones. Cause I get to actually deep dive into something and I get to learn a lot of stuff myself when I'm researching those movies. Um, the hosts seem like very down to earth, nice people. I hope to see you in the fog this year. Well, we will be there a lot. So if well, you we'll do want there. to see us in the fog, contact us. Let us know. We'll probably I'm be there. Us. If you see a, yeah, if you see us there, if you see us posting, if you run into us, say hi. Let's grab a beer. Um, 
So those are all the reviews that we got recently. Um, so like I said, if you want us to read your review, um, leave us one. Leave us an Apple podcast, preferably five star. But if not, we'll still read it regardless. But it's just a great way for us to kind of interact with fans in a, in a different different version. Um, so if you want, Seamus, can you give me a number one through seven? One to seven? Yeah, give me a random do, one, a number. Do a there. random number generator real quick. So I'm generating minimum one, maximum seven. Generate. We have six. Six. All right. Mom, Mommy McKenna. So that was the review name on Apple Podcasts. And that was the review that they met us at Spooky. So Alrighty. we will do my best to contact you. Um, so if you are listening, <laughs> feel free to message us. Um, I will try to track you down through one of our socials. I'm we'll not sure. On social media and just say, you know, yeah. whoever left us this review, reach out to us because you won. <laughs> so I'll, I'll sure mail you some you stuff out. Us, you'll, you'll, you'll listen to this episode. So congratulations. Um, again, hope to see you at the event and, uh, you know, congrats. Yes. All right. So let's get into the big stuff. The reason why we've been so uh, tired. The reason why we've been stuff. recording so much. <laughs> so. My brilliant idea of doing an episode a day for the final week of HHN. We are going to be dropping, like we said earlier, episodes every single day. So starting on Friday, August 26th, what we're going to do is we're going to do a little beginner's guide to HHN. So just some little tricks and tips um, that we like to do that might make your visit go a little bit smoother. Um, you know, Maybe you haven't really been to the event that that much maybe this is your first time going uh we're going to do our best to try and at least bring you into what we do or different aspects of the event that can help you get through it smoother um that saturday the next day saturday august 27th we are putting out a killer review on halloween 1978 we recorded with my buddy diaz big michael myers fan so that's a fun episode on sunday we are putting out or sunday august 28th we did a fantasy draft um so we drafted another speculation map um me seamus and then friends of the podcast sam and jimmy who just moved to massachusetts today so that was his last episode for us he went home Uh, so last time you're gonna hear jimmy on the podcast potentially um and my girlfriend jamie joined us as well so a full full cast and crew for that one Monday, August 29th, we're going to be releasing a HHN 31 hot takes episode. Um, we, we have a, a a list of some potential hot takes people might have, and we will ourselves vote if we agree or disagree with that hot take. Uh, Tuesday, August 30th, we are going to be doing a wait times over underestimation episode. We did that briefly last year, and we, we kind of had some fun with it so we'll we'll set certain numbers for certain um houses and we'll we'll determine if we think it's going to be over or under it'll be fun to revisit after the event and see what the main consensus was on that this one is contingent upon this being released but wednesday august 31st we are going to be doing our hype list for food and drinks so i'm hoping for all that stuff to come out shortly so we can start gathering our information on that Thursday, September 1st, we will put out our hype list for scare zones in shows. And then you guessed it on Friday, September 2nd, for our 100th episode, we're going to do our hype list for our houses. Uh, and we are going to do our best to get some friends and some other people onto this episode as well. Um, it is a little tough to, to track down people just because the way we're recording this is very scrambled and, and all over the place, but we're going to try and, and oh, yeah. get, uh, some, get some recorded. local friends with us to, to jump on to the episode and make it a uh, 
make it a fun one. So that's our full lineup. Uh, we'll be posting this lineup probably whenever this episode drops or the day after so people can kind of have time to listen to it and, and get through it and get to this part. But I'm excited. We um, we have some fun episodes. They, they obviously vary between HHN info, speculation, fantasy drafts, movie reviews. We got like a little bit of everything that we do at Fear and Beer into this week. Um, it's taken a lot of work, a lot of effort. Um, and I really hope you guys enjoy it because I know I'm I'm a, always looking for stuff to kind of entertain myself and 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 make the week go by a lot quicker because it's just man that the day just never seems to come when it's when you're counting down but hopefully putting out content for you every day is something that you can enjoy some episodes are going to be a little bit longer some are going to be shorter so hopefully we're still um you, you have enough time to actually consume it within that week yep but i think that's all we got for this one um any other final thoughts Nope, I'm excited. Um, we definitely aren't recording these in the in the order that you're listening to them. So yeah, like you said, yeah. it's been pretty crazy. Um, but we're excited to get some guests on, do something different a little bit this year than we did last year, especially since we're kind of like getting better at this whole podcasting thing. So we're starting to come up with more <laughs> unique ideas. So I'm excited. Um, can't wait to get these houses, you know, uh, get to see them up close. Want to get this thing rolling. Can't wait to be in the fog. You know, just the whole shebang and bang. I'm I'm excited. So let's go. And we're two two weeks out at this point. Close. Very close. All right. Well, until next time, which will be the kickstart of our one week to HHN podcast marathon. This is Nick. And this is the Humpkin Lord. Seamus. <laughs> Happy sweet haunts. It's cursed. It's cursed. It's a death curse. You know, it's Halloween. I guess everyone's a type of one good scare. And again, I would just like to thank Vampire Stepdad for letting us use his music for our intro and outro music. So if you would, just go check him out, Spotify, Facebook. Again, that is Vampire Stepdad.